Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks, where we talk about why gaming matters with your hosts, Walker Near and Brett Lindley. I'm Walker, and today Brett has completed Earth Defense Force 5, which featured both exciting boss battles and a very anticlimactic ending scene. I share some thoughts on my continued playthrough of Ori in the Blind Forest, my return to Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and my fun with the recently released Fall Guys. So what's up, Brett? What's got you picking up your sticks this week? Hey, what's going on, man? I have been playing everything that I've still been playing, but I have updates. And I think they are key updates (laughs) because things happened. So for one, I have, for those that follow on Twitter, have already seen this, but they didn't see everything about it. I have beaten Earth Defense Force 5 in easy mode, Um, but I finished level 111. Uh, as the ranger and and solo so i soloed 90 percent of the game i soloed uh but did successfully and in true jrpg so it's so weird because this game is like a true i don't want to call it jrpg but maybe japanese eastern style game in some respects and just completely not in others so in the true respect, spoilers for those that even care, because you shouldn't, because it's Earth Defense Force, but still. Uh, in true Japanese fashion, you have to kill God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Turns out that's the bad guy, huh? It is. It's, <laughs> I mean, technically, I will say, and this probably goes off of the rails a bit, but arguably, if you assume that, that God, in this case, is responsible for all creation, I mean, technically, that would be accurate right but it's like, like it's it's it just <laughs> it is like jrpg fashion where like we can't kill any of the motherships and then there's a super mothership that comes in right. and one of the people is like no in all of the re- ancient religious texts everybody talks about how god came from the golden egg and we just have to find the golden egg ship because that will that's where all man was spawned from all it's just as the return of the creator and they're like the commander's like no she's crazy talking even if we could find it we don't know where it is and we have there's only a few of us left like humanity is like dwindling down to where you're like the only squad like you and a couple of other elite squads are literally the last of humanity kind of thing mm. and then like while fighting mothership 11 you do something i don't even remember what and it like it is probably the craziest biggest boss battle like the mothership breaks apart into these rings of then the rings are the size of the whole map and the rings are made up of lasers and launchers and missile pods and just it throws everything at you it took like 45 minutes to beat this level and then it's the golden egg is what's in the middle. Then the next, then you beat the level and you're like, yay, you destroy the golden egg and yay, it's destroyed and it crashes down. And then there's a level after it, which is just God. And like this super giant, like hundred foot tall creature that's pretty, is the most human looking thing of all of the things that they say look exactly like humans. They don't say that this time. It's just God. Mm. And he's got, like, light rings behind him, and another crazy massive battle ensues that I almost lost. I I legit Mm. almost lost, uh, because they don't give you a lot of health packs or ways to get them. 
and a lot of his attacks you can't avoid. So and it, mm. and it just again just the the amount of flashing lights on your screen like you can't see because he's just targeting with you with a laser that blinds the whole screen. So you're just mm. kind of shooting blindly into like how did you kill God? How can we kill God? Was like the commander was like how could we ever defeat him? And the whole time I'm sitting here like well my plan is I'm gonna shoot rockets at the thing that looks like his head. Right. Like I'm gonna shoot rockets, and that's how that's how I intend on killing God. <laughs> rockets <laughs> to the face repeatedly until he stops shooting lasers at me. <laughs> nice. So, so it was it was. Uh... It was a, a a good final boss battle, though. I mean, like it it, it you know a, a good crescendo or it, it was pretty good. Much. So like the I would say that the mothership battle was probably better, um, because it there was just kind of more to it. There was a lot more in the form, like because the very last mission is just the boss battle, hmm. but it's really hard until like because he you have to deal a bunch of damage. There's no health bar or anything. And then you've got some dudes there to help you at first, which helps take the aggro off you, but they all die real quick. Mm. And then he spawns a few aliens, which are really powerful aliens that you have to wipe out as quick as you can while he's attacking you. Eventually, some of your chick friends show up and they all get wiped out real quick. And after the the guys and the girls are all killed, it's just you versus alien for a long time. And it's and he moves around really quick. It's kind of hard to hit. So it was not like as a final boss, I felt like the mothership was better. Um, gotcha. But then in, in the antithesis, so I said there was something that was that was very JRPG is the final bosses go kill God. Um, but then in the opposite of that. You you spent so like forty five minutes final battle probably or forty five minutes mothership battle probably about twenty minutes final battle, uh so after an hour of like grinding my mouse to a pulp, mm. uh I, I I kill God I go pick up all the loot and then I get a congratulations screen, <laughs> like a freaking arcade game like just the four like different hero classes that you can have and yellow text like out of a at a capcom mega man just like witching congratulations and wow. then it takes you right back to the menu and it's just like like are you kidding like no fmv no and earth was saved and people no nothing absolutely nothing god <laughs> falls to the ground in an alien mess of purple goo and you get witching congratulations and it's like it kind of hard too because the mission ends like almost after you deal the damage to it so like a whole bunch of loot pops out but you don't really have time to collect it it's just mm. like if you're not right underneath him when you kill him it's pretty much over so huh. that was uh yeah that it was it was a really anticlimactic just like congratulations and then it was yeah i don't know i almost kind of appreciate it though like i almost feel like it's in line with the rest of the game where like it is i don't know why i expected like an fmv or even there's not even a credit screen like right. you don't even it just goes back to mission select <laughs> like it doesn't take you all the way back to the intro screen it doesn't reload the main menu or anything it's just back to mission select hmm. yeah well i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying i'm picking my brain trying to think of if i've had a similar experience i'm sure i have however as 
we both and, and anyone who's listened to any amount of our episodes knows it's pretty rare that I beat games. Yeah. So that might, yeah, be I mean, why. I would, I would have, I would have led up to ask you like, what's the most disappointing game over screen you've ever gotten. But I just, you, I don't think you've gotten or like, like windscreen <laughs> game over is different, but I couldn't, I couldn't I realize I just one. made the point myself, but it still frustrates me <laughs> because there are over 50 titles in the completed games list on steam. Let's still which, like 1%. That's, no, one percent would be a hundred titles. I've still seen fifty endgame. <laughs> no, Rocket League didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, you win the championship. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, I won the season. You, I, I won there the were some season. games that you said you just kind of moved over. Well, Rocket League is kind of cheating because it's not cheating. No, I don't. I shouldn't say no one. I don't know of anyone who plays Rocket League single player, right? right? Like offline against bots. But there is a season mode you can do. So I did the season mode against bots and won and was like, eh, I beat it. I beat it. It's, you've played enough. You've played enough. The, the other thing is, is like when I get to my mission select screen, I'm still, I wasn't even 9.5. I was 9.48% of the way completed. Oh, wow. Wow. Not even double digits. Nope. Not even, I couldn't even, I couldn't even get to 9.5. I couldn't, couldn't even, even round up there. Yeah. Nope. Just. <laughs> huh. oh, that's crazy. I don't know. It's a, I mean, it seems like it's a game that's made to, I mean, I think I, I still, and I haven't played it. So this is just based on what you've explained, but I just feel like dynasty warriors is the most apt. It really is. It comparison. is Dynasty warriors with guns and bigger, and, maybe bigger maps. It's like, uh, there's a lot of fun stuff like i i did not immediately uninstall the game it will stay installed because it is kind of my cathartic i'm just gonna go like now i can feel very free to go right. through on the harder difficult i unlocked the two extra harder difficulties uh i have enough weapons for all the classes to like go through and have fun with them start back over at mission one try to beat inferno online with people like whatever doesn't matter Right. Um, it is a cathartic game. Like I want to go through and see how difficult Inferno mode is. Cause like, I don't even think I have weapons that are high enough level to beat the first mission on Inferno. Mm. I'm pretty sure the weapon cap on Inferno is like level 86 wow. and, for starting level cap. And like, I have level 26 and 30 weapons. Like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The game over screen is an interesting thing because in a game that's like intended, I mean, obviously any game could be played more than once. So to say it's intended to be played through once isn't really fair, right. but a lot of them are. But games, yeah, where there's not like a, a ton of replay value other than just maybe you are a huge fan of it. Um, I think in that example, like a, a, a game over screen or, or not game over, but the, the end of the game, you win want it to to be to be more and not that this doesn't deserve that as well or, or wouldn't have deserved it as well but but i don't know it's almost like in something where maybe the the intended way the developer is thinking about it is it's going to be this thing that you just play in perpetuity like yeah it would have mattered this time that you fought right, that, but it's but not it's gonna matter any other time right well what made me think of that was like diablo because it's like I actually don't know what the end screen of Diablo three is now, especially after the expansion, but I don't even know if I remember it pre expansion, what it was because you go through, I mean, you play the same right. stuff so much, you know what I mean? I've killed Diablo uh, 
hunt a thousand times. I don't know. Right. I mean, a lot. Right. So, but, huh. I don't know. I still would have appreciated like an epic yeah. music track with some credits, right. like something to get down off of the rush of like an hour of boss battling. <laughs> like I'm like, is down and there's no health bar so you just don't know there are phases you eventually mm -hmm. get like there's more phases so that was kind of a gauge but then like the last phase it throws like some of the strongest enemies in the game at you that also all blind you with lasers and mm -hmm. no health packs until you kill those guys with the blinding lasers and god is shooting at you like Right. It was a lot, and so I finally beat it. And I was like, "Woohoo! I beat it! I'm so awesome!" Got my loot, and it was like, "I'm like, okay, I'm ready to breathe for like five minutes and just relax." And I was like, "No, game over. Play more." <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, you another spoonful more. You want more? Here's right. the here's the mission. Not even the title. Mission select. You don't get to quit. You get right. one more level. It's <laughs> like, <I was> like <laughs> whoa. So that was. That was a big, I was very happy. I was still very like, cause I kind of haven't beaten a game in a while. So that was nice to like, at well, that least. that was a slog. Whew, whew. That was a lot. Yeah. Granted, some of it I did to myself cause some missions are really sloggy on, on single player, like to single player only. Some of the missions is really rough. Um, so that was, that was kind of my, to doing it to myself, but I just wanted to unlock all of the game modes so that way, if I do go multiplayer, now I can just literally jump into any mission and not care. Just if there's an online room for a mission, whatever difficulty, whatever classes are needed, what I can just jump in and play. Mm, and right, no right. worry about, like, whatever little story was there, I still cared enough about knowing and doing it myself to, like, get through it. So I didn't want to see later levels or new enemies that hadn't been introduced or whatever. So Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I remember it, not the same really, but in, Di in the experience of Diablo again, you know, Diablo 3 came out and I stayed up the night it came out. I stayed up until 2 a.m. and it never, um, it, it didn't come up that whatever login error that was happening. Oh, yeah, you didn't get the error 37? Yeah, that, 37. whatever. But yeah, so I couldn't get in when it launched. But I had to work the next day, but I didn't have to be to work until like 10 a.m. or something. So I got up at six, even though I'd went to bed at at two mm -hmm. so I could get up and play. But like I said, I so it's like I'm trying to squeeze as much time in as I can because I was so excited. Right. But then I still had to work. Well, then other people that I knew, you know, had different days off or whatever. And so, yeah, they would want to like jump in my game and like just pl me basically because they right. were farther ahead because they've been playing for two days straight whereas i don't know you know. power level yeah sorry okay. power level yeah, yeah. yeah that's fine um mmo <laughs> right no, i mean I, I was like i thought player level at first right. and then i was like oh he probably means power level like get a bunch of people to run you through content that's higher level than you so that you max out fast well and they and, and that's the thing is they weren't even doing that like that would have been i don't know that i would have liked that either but they were just simply joining the game where I was running next to me and then just running ahead mowing stuff, which I think they thought was like, hey, isn't this faster and whatever? Right, we're helping you. But I, I didn't like it. And so I actually, because Diablo 3 actually had an option where you could, um, you could, you could like make it so that friends could just quick join you without having to like be invited or anything. Right. And yeah, I shut that off quick. Uh, 
because yeah people were ruining <laughs> that experience. actually is what ruined so i played guild wars 2 for a mm. while and i kind of enjoyed it and then there were several people that i worked with that also played and were like hey well let's get in a group we'll kind of show you the ropes and get you into a guild and do some stuff i'm like cool and they're like yeah so we're gonna go run trains and it literally was just like 50 people in a mob that run this very specific circuit through this one area because by the time you run the circuit everything respawns and you just level up by running around in a giant circle and if you can shoot stuff great but if not it doesn't matter and i was like yeah this is kind of not fun right and now that i know that this is actually what the game is like i was having fun running through forests talking to tree sprites learning about you know yeah. whatever and now it just i don't know it kind of ruined it and i and that's all that anybody that was online wanted to do was like that so they could build up for raids or whatever and i was just like i'm such a pve guy that's just like i can't just i might as well spin up a private server and play through the game <laughs> like yeah i would say i would say that the guild i mean yeah guild wars actually the if i if there was going to be an mmo that i would think that you would like it might be that one because of that because it actually does build a really great story and has just a lot of lore to it and it's designed so that like because the the you scale to whatever zone you're in right so you can't out level stuff because even if you do out level it when you go back it scales you back down so it really is good but yeah I, I know what you're saying people. anytime there's plant people i'm afraid. right correct um same also play to plant person um but I see. I know what you're saying, though. It's like it, it, it just completely shatters any sense of immersion you had mm -hmm. when you do that. And then the only way to not do that is to avoid those people. But then that creates a weird but social dynamic. then they're dynamic. like, hey, you're online. Why don't you want to play with us? Right. right. Yeah, I mean, I actually just had kind of a similar experience with Outward um, that I talked about, I think, last week mm -hmm. that I played. Um, but, but Hammaker, who I was playing it with, which, I mean, he, to be very clear he hasn't done anything wrong and he's not he's not he's not even trying to like power level me or something he's right but he's probably spent at the time when we played together he'd probably spent maybe 12 hours in the game and it's a it's a pretty hard game and it's a pretty hard core game where death is easy and fighting i mean it's not like it's probably not i don't know it's probably not as hard as dark souls or something but fair but still but pretty punishing you can is. be not as hard as dark souls and still be like I don't know. I, I, is Dark Souls harder than Don't Starve? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> because Dark Souls, the truth is, is that you can learn the patterns, and people beat Dark Souls playing it with their feet on a Guitar Hero controller. So, in the end, I mean, Dark I've Souls seen people can be... do wild stuff and Don't Starve too. The Don't Starve speedrunners are no joke. Yeah, that's probably that's probably fair. Either way. <laughs> right. Um, I'm just, sorry. No, no, I'm no, derailing no, the good. train off. <laughs> um, but anyway, the point was just like, and I felt I, it's been weird because Hammaker is really enjoying it right. and he wants me to play it with him. And I want to accept that, like I joined the world and he's like, okay, cool. Come over here and you can get like a water skin and like, right. come over here and talk to this person and she'll give you the quest that sends you out of the town okay, cool. You got that. Now let's go to, and it, it's not like he's spoiling things and it's not even like, he's not just walking me through literally what I would be doing anyway. Right. But it, it just kind of steals some element of it because 
it is very much like a very deep kind of story lore RPG game. And I kind of want to get immersed in it. And I right. can't when I have you someone conducting me. Right. Cause it's like, it's the same way that like reading a walkthrough can steal some of that. Like I would say even more though, because, and, and honestly, it also might just be me personally and like my aversion to being told what to do or something. I don't know. But like, I remember when I tried to learn to play league of legends, uh, I had a friend who had played a lot and he was like, yeah, I can give you some tips. And so he sat behind me in my house and literally was like, okay, move forward. Okay, go back, go back. Okay, 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 move forward, move forward. Okay, go back, go back, back, back. And he's trying to just help me. But like after a right. few minutes, I just turned around and was like, look, man, I'm probably just going to suck for a little while. Yeah. And that's just going to have to be okay. And if you don't we'll want to watch talk about fine. maybe some higher level meta concepts <laughs> after each match. Like, okay, <laughs> here's some of the things that I observed. Here's what you should work on. Like, right. And again, to his credit, he's just trying to be helpful. Well, I mean, that's and like that, what we did when we did StarCraft. Right. Where, like, the only things we would call out is, like, supply block. Right. Like, right. but outside of that, it's just watch and let... I'm not... If you're in the middle of battle, I'm like, don't micro your Reaper, micro this guy. Like, don't forget about the build guys. Why aren't right. you building stuff? Like, no, no, that's not okay. Right. But yeah, so it's, it's turned into a thing now where I haven't actually played Outward very much since then because I feel like I need to play it by myself to like familiarize myself with it so that I can then go play with him. Cause frankly, he's also just much better. So when we get into combat, I just die somewhat quickly and he doesn't. And I don't know that he's upset, but he's just like, Oh yeah, you gotta be more careful in combat. And it's like, yeah, I know. I've just only been doing it for a <laughs> little bit of time and you've got double digit hours of practice. So uh... it's always hard. I think in, a, in, in a lot of games, that aren't just kind of party games. And even then sometimes, especially if somebody knows all of the party game mini games and something, but like even with a anything like any kind of multiplayer shooter or anything like that, there's just when there's a skill gap, it makes it difficult to play with friends. Like even if there's even if you've played the same amount of time, but one person is just a lot better. Like right. that can also be just as difficult. Like yeah, yeah, it can. And again, none of that is a complaint about Hammock or anything. He no, hasn't done anything no. wrong. It's um, yeah, I don't know. It's for me that problem always comes up where like me familiarizing myself with the game means then beating the entire game by myself, mm. and by that time I'm sick of it. And <laughs> right. like I'm not gonna, I'm in no rush to return to Earth Defense Force Five, but I did want to complete it. So well, I mean, like you know, um, and, and the other thing is, is that whenever you know what happens even if it's just for the beginning of the game typically the beginning of a game is kind of boring mm -hmm. because they're introducing stuff so i think that like in the case of outward i think he also just knows like if we can just get through these first hour or two of activities right. we can the world opens up but it's like in, in like i was thinking about borderlands that you and i played together like if one of us had started a week ahead of the other one even if we rolled a new character to play together it's like, yeah, yeah, just talk to him and, and run over here. Because you want to get through it because you're right. trying to get to the Or the even meat. just the experience of, like, you're cracking up. And I'm like, yeah, that was that was kind of funny the first time I heard it. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> you don't get that shock, that combo shock value where we can both just be like, did he really say that? Like, right, right. Yep. Um, so what else? So a little bit of outward? A little bit of outward. Um uh, I did play some more Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, yeah, how's that going? It is hard. Really? It is 
It is really, I mean, I like it. It's not yeah. like, I'll pick a different, it's not super meat boy hard. <laughs> I mean, we fell back to that one last week. So, well, I'm just, <laughs> it's just I know, I know, so it's kind of, um, but no, but I mean, it's, it, it's a Metroidvania um, and it's, it, I, I'm still really impressed with it, but it's hard. Like, and, and the thing I explained last week where you basically create your own save points, like there are some you find on the map. Right. But largely you create your own save points. Well, that cuts both ways. Like on the one hand, it's great because you can create a save point kind of wherever you want. On the other hand, if you do like I have done on a few occasions and complete some harrowing set of tasks and then forget to save and die to something stupid, guess oh, what? You get to do it all again. No. There's no auto Yep. So, but it, I don't feel, I'm not mad when it happens because it's like, well, I definitely knew I could save and didn't. So that's on me. So what that turns into though, is now this hypervigilant, if I complete any series of jumps or tasks or any, whatever it is that is hard, I just save right away. So I'm saving, <laughs> probably over saving now. But you're still not running out of the special save tokens? Well, so here's the thing is that those are also used for some special, like powerful abilities, the same uh... resource. So by over saving, I'm limiting my ability to use the power moves or whatever. Huh. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's masterfully designed. I think it's masterfully, I mean, the art of it is so good. And just some of the stuff they're doing, like I unlocked an ability last night, which anyone who's played will now understand how early I am in the game still, I'm sure. Um, but one of the earlier abilities you unlock is it's called bash. And if you, if you jump, so you're in the air and you're next to an enemy or an enemy's projectile, you hold the Y button and it on the Xbox controller, at least. And it, um, you hold a button and it freezes the screen and it shows like an arrow pointing and whatever way the arrow is pointing, you will go that direction. But what you're doing is you're bouncing super fast off of the enemy or the projectile. So you go one way and it goes the exact opposite direction in a line. Huh. So they use that in some really interesting ways where like you sometimes are chain bashing, bash jumping yourself off of multiple enemies to climb an area. Um, but then there's other times where like maybe there's like a, a wall that needs to be broken up. It's like a crumbled wall or something. Right. And the enemy projectile needs to hit it, but it's not right. shooting at it. So now you do the jump bash thing to shoot the enemy projectile into the crumbled wall to break it. <laughs> but it's not obvious because to do that, for example, you have to aim yourself in the opposite direction that you want right. the projectile. I was going to ask, like, how that is it just where you approach it from? No, it like so when you hold the button. You get it, like I said, it, it freezes the screen, and then you can you can oh, take okay. as much time. I was, as you okay, I didn't know if it let you pick where to, yeah, yeah. or if you had to just like jump at a certain angle. But no, okay. it it's forgiving in that way. But it, I mean, it, you know, it's not like doing calculus or something. But there's definitely <laughs> some like, oh right, okay, I have to I have to go that way because I right. you know like <laughs> the arrow is going to point the opposite of where I want it to go. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And there's just some demanding platforming sections. But to its credit, 
you know, assuming you have a save point in a good location, which I pretty diligently do now, <laughs> when you die, it literally just blinks the screen and you're back at the save point. So there's not right. a long load time. Right. There's not a long death animation or anything. You know, it's just That's always in and out. Nice to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was, I was, I've been having a lot of fun with that and I hope to continue on through it. it it's, it's reminded me, I forgot how much I love a really well done Metroidvania. Like, yeah. Mm, it just so good fair enough um but yeah well i just rambled for a long time about outward nori <laughs> i don't know i don't i still don't think you've rambled as long as i rambled about edf but <laughs> uh i did not end up purchasing either of the games that were on my purchase list one of them which is no longer on sale because i do that um but also partially because i just like i said edf5 has literally melted my mouse Mm. Um, it is very click demanding game and my mouse was already on its way out uh so i needed to order a new mouse um did you order what uh, uh, did you order an no, mmo mouse no oh. no i didn't no i didn't okay. i i'm a simple mouse person i've had a really nice gaming mouse before and it lasted just about as long as every other mouse i've ever had so i'm kind of a steel-fingered mouse crusher a reference I got from the 1997 PC Gamer. Um, okay. <laughs> there was an ad that was like, what kind of gamer are you? And I am the steel-fingered mouse crusher. Because uh, I just break mice. I'm really hard on mice and keyboards. Like, laptop keyboards don't survive under my hands. Mm. I, I just break them. So I have to get a plug-in keyboard no matter what. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so so I've I've I went online and was going to order one. Of course, that's the money that I'm going to use instead of buy an indie game i'm just gonna get myself like a little 30 dollars logitech or something and uh i'm in a weird spot because i i went to amazon and ordered something it said it was prime available so whatever pick that one uh i got a couple other i got some art supplies and stuff too because i'm working on some projects and so got the order confirmation for those didn't get the confirmation for my mouse and wasn't charged for it i'm like okay go in check estimated shipping date in, somewhere between two days from now and January 28th, 2021. Wow. I'm like, that's a spread. The window, um, yeah. Yeah. So as of right now, I still haven't been charged and it still hasn't processed or shipped. So I'm going to give it like a week. I'm not in desperate need, but it's it's actually getting close. Like I'm, I'm actually to the point where I sometimes have to click twice on things. Because the first one just isn't registering, or I have to click further back on my mouse. Mm. I can't just I can't click anywhere. I have to like kind of push down and at a forward angle to get it to right. hit the plate. And like, if I were really smart, I'd just get a new micro switch and resolder that in. But I'm lazy, so yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I um, I also share your sentiment with like the reason that I have an MMO mouse is not because. I insist on having some like expensive gamer mouse. It's just because I I love the fact that there's 12 buttons on the side of the mouse. Like that's yeah. that's great, as especially as an MMO player. But honestly, right. it works in a lot of games. What I end up using it for in a lot of games, and honestly, really in MMOs even too, is to open interface elements. Oh, okay. So instead of using it to like, because I still can use one through 12 or whatever right. normal keys for keybinds. But like, and so now I don't have to reach over and press I to open my inventory or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
So that's kind of a nice. That's fair. I mean, I'm probably just a little curmudgeon-y when it comes to stuff like that. That I, I could probably use three buttons yeah. because most of them, are, well, not, I'm sorry. Like, so I usually get five button because um, I have, but the thumb buttons are always bound to forward and back in websites. Yeah. But I also bind it, one of those to, usually I bind it to like grenade and melee, but then I also always bind one of those to discord push to talk. So I will inevitably be on a Discord session and either go back in my browser and lose whatever I'm doing there mm -hmm. or chuck a grenade when I'm trying to talk to people. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm just, I still refuse to go further down that rabbit hole than that. Mostly because I won't rebind things. I just, I it takes a, you have to have a really bad keyboard setup for me to rebind stuff the most i'll ever be rebind is like run needs to be shift and crouch needs to be left control and that's yeah. it yeah i um used to be less frequent about rebinding probably but uh the keyboard i use now is like a it's a steel series um but it's got like and it's not separate but it's attached to it on the side there is the like gamer pad or whatever where mm -hmm. it has a it has like the WASD and Q and E. The reason I got it is again for MMOs because it has one through six and then seven through 11 stacked on top of each other. So it's very easy to reach the okay. entire number row nice. with just my left hand. But the problem that I have with it is that it doesn't have, for example, the X key. I mean, it's got like V and P and B and C, but no X and no Z. And so many games use mm, X and Z. Yeah. Yep. So I do have to rebind stuff quite a bit now. I'm sure that's all fascinating for people to hear. But anyway, <laughs> um, I will move on. So I did actually uh, totally just jump into a fad uh, for the first time uh -oh. in a while in gaming. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, is... <laughs> you're not that popular. You can't be doing this. Uh, I well, I, I am not popular. However, the game Fall Guys is very popular. I have um, not heard of this, which is really kind of, I usually hear about fad things that go around. I'm usually the one that knows more about this type of stuff. So, yeah, um, it is a uh, so the, the probably the most succinct explanation of what I saw is if Wipeout, the show, the TV show. Oh, OK. So like where people are doing obstacle courses yeah, yeah, and falling yeah. off and silly. Uh, if Wipeout and Mario Party had a baby video game, then okay. then it would be Fall Fall Guys. Um, so it's a it's it's you should look it up while we're talking, but it's a very cutesy art style kind of game, like very silly looking characters, um, kind of like Human Fall Flat, but not not that level of physics to it. Anyway. Um, it's basically a battle Royale game where you join up in a group of 60 and whoa, there's a mini game that, and, and so that's why it's like Mario party. Cause it's just a series of mini games. It also so, looks like the entire game takes place in the candy world from Wreck-It Ralph. That's probably fair. I've not seen that, but yeah, it's, it's very bright and colorful and squishy little characters with cutesy little suits on. Yes, and there's ridiculous outfits for them. Um, anyway, so I read about it over the weekend because there was it was I, I saw several articles about how there were server issues. Yeah. Um, because the game launched, I think, just last Thursday or Friday, 
and there were a lot of server issues, but everyone was loving it. So clearly, yeah. you know, the the reason there are server issues is because the demand for it was far greater hey, than awesome, right? what they would have expected, right? So I was like, I looked at it and it's only 20. And then I get like a 20% discount through the Humble Store or something like that. Yeah. So it was only like 15 bucks or something for me, somewhere in that ballpark. Right. So I was like, you know what? I haven't just jumped into the brand new flavor of the month game in a while. And this one's not $60. So I think I'm going to do it. Um, so yeah, so I jumped into Fall Guys. And basically it starts out like you have, like I said, up to 60 players start together. And the first mini game could be a variety of things, but let's say it's a race. And so then only the first like 45 people that finish qualify for the next round. Okay. So that's kind of how it's Battle Royale, because if you don't qualify in a minigame, then, then you're your out. or whatever. <laughs> well, you're just out. And yeah. So, there's, yeah, there's not a zone in that. No, I, that, yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. That, that is the zone shrinking is the smaller and smaller win rat bracket of how many people are allowed in the yes, next round. Exactly. Um, so, like, how many of these minigames are there? Are there enough that you've seen? Like, so I guess I have two questions. How long have you played so far? And have you started seeing the same mini games more than once? So definitely yes to the second question. Okay. Um, the mini games have repeated. As far as how much time, it's not a ton. It's it's between two and three hours. Okay. Um, but just wondering how much because like there is of course getting better at the mini games, which is important, but enough variety of mini games that the game's not boring. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I would say. I, so, I, I mean, I'm excited. I assume they will continue, especially now, <laughs> with the yeah. success they've had, that they will continue to add more and more mini games as time goes on, which will be great. Um, but the mini games take a variety of of flavors. So, like, the, the most common ones that I've seen over and over again are probably the races. Okay. Um, but then, like, so there's individual things, like the races, where it's kind of every person for themselves. Right. And there's different obstacles and stuff knocking you off the course or setting you back or, or whatever. And you can't really attack each other, but you can hug each other. <laughs> and you can bump into each other. And so, like, so, hugging sets both players back, though. It does. <laughs> That's such a weird way to attack somebody. It's just it's, to, like, hug them. I don't know if it's supposed to be an attack. Um <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a great idea for a game, though. So, like, for example, in one race, there's, like, a bunch of, like, um, fan, like, windmill blades okay. spinning that you have to try and dodge or they'll knock you over to the side and you have to go back through or whatever. And I was running through one day with a guy who was, like, half a step in front of me. So I can reach him for a hug. Right. And I don't know if it was true or not, but it looked like he was going to make it through the windmill blade and I wasn't. So I hugged him so that we both got hit. <laughs> because, as we have discussed, your spiteful nature knows no bounds. I am petty, right? <laughs> if I can't make it through, why should you? We can go together. We can be friends now. Um, but anyway, um, so there's like there's there's the individual things like the races, and then there are team games, which are are ridiculous, where it just breaks the group of players up into teams. Sometimes two teams, like one is is like is like soccer, I guess there's like two goals and then two soccer balls at once, mm. but you can't kick or anything. All you can do is just throw oh. your stupid little body into the thing. 
you can jump so if you can get under it and like hit it with a jump while it's falling you can kind of get some good air on it but yeah kind of rocket anyway, league hit kind of um <laughs> or like there's another one where it breaks everyone up into three teams and then there's a giant pile of eggs in the middle of the map and so and then every color of team like red green blue or whatever has their own home base somewhere on the map and so the objective is that you collect as many eggs in your base as you can and the team who has the least eggs gets eliminated to go to the next round okay. right but you can steal eggs out of other people's bases mm -hmm. so everyone rushes to the middle to grab eggs take them home and then it's just five minutes of chaos of people <laughs> stealing eggs from each other and hugging each other to make them drop the egg and then trying to get it's just a really hilariously good time um it's super silly and um adorable violence is probably some of the best like not yeah. like not like happy tree friends where it's adorable than super gory but just like like spiteful adorableness like right. when things squeak when you hit them or if you have like squeaky mallets and things like any game that has stuff like that in it it's just like when because you're like trying to be like like you, you usually as a gamer you want to funnel that aggression into like clicking on people's heads you know and shooting guns and wielding swords and what like you're better when you're mad you know like right. you gotta get intense but when that intensity is like weaky like hug it's like it, you can't do it so it like just it just well, one disables of the, the gamer one of the most popular things that people will do is like say that the race say it's a race and the top 40 people qualify mm -hmm. well it shows you how many people have finished in a counter in the top corner of the screen so you know where you're at if you're well at least you know how many people have finished you might not right. know where you're in the pack but anyway but if you get to the finish line and there's only 10 out of 40 that have finished you know that there's 30 more people that finish before it's right. over so then what people will do instead of finishing the race and being the 11th person they will stand in front of the finish line and try and hug other people, not to prevent them because they both have to cross or they right. have to cross, you know, go on themselves. But yeah, I mean, you just see people running around trying to hug and other people <laughs> willingly running to them and then they hug each other and then stand there until there's 35. Until there's 35 people in front of the line and then everybody's trying to rush over and be. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah. It's, I don't know. I was, I've been impressed with it. Uh, I mean, obviously I've only played a couple hours, but I think it's a thing where to your point, the, the mini games are not infinite. Um, so I wouldn't say that they're boring, but I don't know. I, honestly, an is hour there any, straight. Like, no, sorry. Is there any like randomization in the maps in the races or is it like the same exact map? There's not any randomization to that, but there is randomization into what activities you get the idea is that it's like a game show right so every sh show if you will it's different activities randomized in order and, and all that so okay. you're not getting you're not like every time you start you don't have to play right, it's the, the same, same in the same order or anything okay. right and there's only i think a maximum of maybe five rounds total okay i made it to the last round once or twice did not win um so it's not tearing all the way up until it's 1v1 no like the last round that i was i think i only made it once maybe and the last round had like 10 people in it or 12 okay. people in it and That's it was right. a race to a crown um it invokes a lot of i don't you probably know the name of it or maybe but there, it, there's i've seen it but i can't think of the name but there's this japanese game show where people are like trying to run up a padded 
hill that has slime coming oh, down like it. The... Oh, okay, no, never mind. I was thinking like Ultimate Ninja. Oh no, no, not not that. This is more kind of in the vein of Wipeout, where people are like right. trying to climb to the top to get a flag, but there's this slick slime running down the whole time, and other people, the other contestants are like pulling them back down while they're trying to climb up, and it's right. just a silly contest um but anyway yeah fall guys pretty 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 good and especially for you know again less than 20 dollars. right yeah i'll take it awesome uh, yeah yeah as a battle royale i also thought very interesting idea a very interesting innovation in the larger concept of battle royale because so far we've really only seen that as shooters well right? now now it's not a battle royale it is a contest royale or a royale style game right so now we've got this is for all of those people who get confused about the words and the language that we use sometimes this is where that language happens because <laughs> right. a game will call itself a thing and then a game will do something like it but completely different and it's the closest thing so yeah it's i would say it's not a battle royale because you're not battling like Right, right. Maybe a yeah. Puddle Royale, like <laughs> no, I mean, to the credit of the Fall Guys developers, they I mean they refer to it as a massively multiplayer party game, right. which is true. Yes. And that is really what it is, but it it borrows the battle royale element in that you're joining with this huge amount of people and it's, you know, permadeath in so much that if you lose you just back to the start and right. jump into a new game, you know? Well, and I mean, like, to be fair, you know, Fortnite is a massively multiplayer third-person equipment shooter. Like, like, you know, or or a first-person, depending on, like, you know, maybe Battlegrounds is going to be... Yeah. A, a, it's still a, a... When you have 80 people in a game, it's a massive multiplayer game. Like... It is, it is, yeah. There's just well, not uh, we've RPGs. shortened that lingo is shortened because you, if you call it an MMO, a massive multiplayer online game, uh, nobody would be like, you know, Fortnite is not an MMO. Well, and I think MMO is kind of co-opted by MMORPGs right. a long time ago. So if you say yeah. MMO, everyone thinks you mean WoW. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, how often do I talk about MMOs? And that's always what I mean, right? right? Like I never you don't say MMORPG because you don't need to anymore because. Right. MMOs generally mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> MMO. <laughs> yeah, it means MMO. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was, I'm, I'm excited about Fall Guys. I'm excited to see where it goes. I think it's super cool that, I mean, the developer has just blatantly said they had no anticipation that it would be this popular this fast. So that's awesome. Um, they have ran in already. Unfortunately, they had the server issues. They've also had some problems with cheating. Um, Again, they, probably because they didn't expect that many people, and right. Well, and it's 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 strange. Like it's interesting because you you use um, a, a ton of different cosmetic options that you have available to you, but your name is just Fall Guy, and then a number assigned to you by the, the game. game. So you don't have a, a unique ID at all, uh, and there's also, well, you do, but you don't. You don't see it in game. Yeah, and you didn't select it. Right. Uh, it's not unique. Yeah, whatever. It is unique, but you didn't pick it. Um, and there's there's not a reporting feature built into the game. Right. You know, because I'm sure in their minds, like, I don't you know, this will just be a silly thing that mm -hmm. we may sell a few copies and whatever. Maybe we sell, yeah, a hundred thousand. Always copies. how you end up making money. Like if you try, if you go out, set out like trying to make money, you will inevitably not. But if you can go out and just be like, oh, I just did it for fun. That's the thing that becomes popular. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't think Bill Gates was just having fun. So (laughs) until a certain point, then then, then you have to get marketing involved. Maybe how big? No, but that's what I was thinking. I mean, I don't know how many copies these guys sold, but I mean, so I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know if a million is way too crazy of a number, but I mean, if they did sell a million copies and it's on all platforms, so it's not just PC on PS4 and and I think also, but um, man, like if you sold a million copies, like that's $20 million. Like that, your life is just forever different. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> now, obviously, it doesn't all go straight to the guys who made it. There's also no, no, yeah. There's going to be publishers. There's fees Thousands. all over the place. But still, yeah, it doesn't. It it doesn't necessarily make your life rich. It just, like you said, it makes it different because you can also burn through that amount of cash real fast if you have a couple of coders and a few years trying to develop your next game. or server space or whatever like that's not infinite money if you suddenly are trying to run it as a company now if you just want to take your cash and bail right sure now you're rich but Mm -hmm. either way it changes your life you're going to need an accountant (laughs) for this year's taxes no matter what (laughs) or the very least the expensive version of TurboTax. Uh, yeah (laughs) that poor (laughs) customer service agent Yeah, so I need to know how to atomize my deductions. Like, okay, well, how can we help you? Well, I have 20 million purchases that I need to itemize because, uh, yeah, I need to figure out how this works. Like, um, but yeah, no, that's so, really cool, though. So, so not a huge amount of time that you've put in, but very enjoyable time. Sounds like. Yeah, it, it's weird because while I've only actually, while the truth is, I've only played for a couple hours feels like I've spent more time with it, but not in like a bad way, like not because it's a slog to play, but just like, like, I, I mean, it's I, it's probably because you can jump in a match and if you don't qualify in the first round, you just go to another one. Right. And and while I don't necessarily fail in the first round constantly, I lose in the second round a lot and definitely in the third round a lot. Like, I think I made it to the last round, like I said, once or twice and the round before that once or twice. So. How long is a round? Three minutes. Oh, four minutes. I, I mean, mean, that changes. I, I don't mean, oh, in a negative way. I mean, like that changes how much an hour of gameplay feels like. That's what I mean. Because if you're like, iterating on something on a scale of minutes and the concept of the game is not very difficult. Right. It's not like a bat. you know, a battle royale is like a 40 minute game. If all five mm-hmm. matches is 15 minutes, then right. or less than. Yeah, that's right. That's and especially. Quick. Depending on how quickly you lose, yeah, I mean, you're just right back in in starting a new one. Um, and yeah, there's also, you know, if you go play PUBG or Call of Duty Warzone or Fortnite or any of these, not only do you have to learn how to play the game, which, you know, in Fortnite, for example, is very complicated just right. in and of itself, but you also have to understand where you're likely to find certain gear and what the advantages right. of these different gear items are. And in this, there's none of that. I mean, you literally, you just, you can Your run. Your options and, are hug and maybe bump somebody. Yeah, and run jump. into people and knock them down and yourself, likely. But there there are people that do some tricky moves that are like, ooh, I cursed more at Fallout guys, or excuse me, Fall guys than I have in most games recently. Yeah. Well, like there's like a, like there's like a, a bridge that we're on and there's like platforms that slide out from the wall. So if you're in front of that, when it slides out, it pushes you off, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have to run back around. Well, I got next, which to his credit, I did try first and messed it up. But anyway, 
That's not the point. The point is, is this scoundrel. This oh, scoundrel, oh, we're getting one half of the story here. <laughs> I hugged him out of affection. Oh, it resulted in no outcome. And so then the next, and this was like, we're waiting for one of these things to move across the bridge. I hugged him to try and like mess him up and it didn't matter. So we both make it to the next one. Well, then we have to run pretty quickly to get past the next obstacle or whatever. That's like pushing out from the side of the wall. And he's like half a step in front of me. And right at the last second, he turns around and bumps into me, knocks me down. He moves forward. I get slid off the edge by the thing. And I was, oh, I called him some names. I called him that I won't repeat here, but I called him some names. I called him. See, like, I I thought that you were going to say, like, not cheaters so much as, like, the different outfits ending up having different, like, hitboxes, which could then be exploited. Uh, Like, because that sounds like something that an indie developer that not making a very super popular game wouldn't think of is like, oh, well, actually, if you have the chicken suit on, it gives you an extra pixel of you know hitbox on this side which then if you combine with a jump you can knock somebody off without actually jumping like something weird like that you know but i don't think so but i certainly have not played enough that's fair yeah to know but i'm not getting into the meta online to see which suit has the most (laughs) no no i have not um but yeah so i would definitely recommend giving it a look if uh I, i love mario party um because i love the insane amount of trash talking that can be done in a mario party game oh yeah uh, so i was i was pretty pretty into it i would say i would say there's probably more trash talking in mario party and like mario kart than there ever has been like you know you think some 12 year old kid on fortnite has a mouth like you've not been to a mario party session like i mean <laughs> One of my good friends, buddies, Nick, that, that you know, I mean, he he won't play Mario Party <laughs> ever again because he's way better at the mini games than most of us. So right. He racks up stars, but the game has a lot of mechanics. Oh, yeah. There's other- so many auto balancing. Right. And if I get to choose a star to steal, then I'm hitting him up. And yeah, he gets very, very upset by that. So. Um, but yeah, I, um, only other thing I really played, um, well, that's not true. Two other things I played. So before I go to those, anything yourself? So I have been, uh, playing as, uh, some more Hand of Gilgamesh and, uh, it's, it's kind of frustrating because I did not know there was a section of the game that just is open for grinding. So I unlocked a Colosseum, Mm. uh, which gives you like five battles in a row. And depending on the setup, you can win gold and items and equipment and stuff. It looks like some items you can only get from there because of course. Right. Um, And it can be accessed from the main menu. So that was, I mean, it's like halfway through the game that you get it, but whatever. Um, so I actually just started kind of grinding through that right now. Mm. Um, although just today I got to the point where, uh, the last, I I actually can't, I I, I don't know entirely how it works. There's like, it tells you what level the bad guys are going to be. And I beat like the first four or five waves of it. And, and I, I beat it all the way through without losing any of my characters, but now I just can't, there's like five or six more of them that I can't 
playthrough. So I don't know if they're like mission locked or chapter locked or what to be able to go uh, back and continue. Gotcha. Um, so that was a little kind of frustrating, I guess. It's just it's it's weird when you can't like how some things are easy to figure out and some things are kind of like not upgrading my cards until halfway through the game. But uh, right. I mean, I'm still enjoying it. I still have not changed party members, even though I have a radiant place to go get gold and stuff just because the expense involved in getting another character leveled up to that point right um the person i thought i was going to pick up another character that i did not pick up yet anyway if they become a character later they might um but it's still i mean it's still a good game i'm still enjoying it i i definitely made it through uh, EDF5 first and then went back to Hand of Gilgamesh again because I want to beat that one too. I kind of want to complete as many games as I can before I go and uh, like actually buy some new ones. I'm also trying to buy some time because as we stated, I'm, I'm trying to budget a little bit better and a lot of that budget has since gone to art supplies and a new computer mouse. So... I don't really have the room to be just picking up games willy nilly. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of kind of messing my way through that. It's uh, it's I probably have about the same amount of complaints and appreciation for it as I did before. Um, it's nice to have a radiant zone. It is actually getting harder and I'm it, it sucks because I forget that I can retool my deck between fights because mm. like I, I got into a new area, got a fight. Like the dudes were half resistant or immune to half the things I was doing and were poisoning me, which I didn't have a lot of cure for. And so I was like, oh man, I got to make sure to retool my deck. Cause like I got down to like half health after like the second battle in a 20 zone area. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I need to retool. I'll go into the menu. I'll use a couple of healing potions to get back my health back some. I'll retool my deck and then keep going forget to retool the deck get into a fight with like two other monsters that actually just straight killed me because oh, wow. i because i didn't retool my deck and they had a lot of poison and, and they were resistant to all the damage i was doing and i was like well yep i got sent all the way back to the beginning of the map because i didn't have a hit a save zone so right. hmm. yeah i mean it i don't know it still sounds intriguing i still i think i'm probably going to wait for a steam sale but i i think yeah. i want to pick up um just because I didn't think I would like a card battler until Slay the Spire, and now I'm like, oh, I think maybe I do like this. Yeah. Um, but I, like I said before, I think I like it wrapped in RPG trappings. Mm -hmm. um, like Hearthstone, actually, and I haven't played Hearthstone in a few years, so I have no idea where it's gone. But but at least in, in like their first couple of expansions, they released some single-player content. But it just never really grabbed me because it's still playing Hearthstone, like card versus card. Right. But an AI that has weird mechanics. Um, so it wasn't immersive at all. Right. If that makes sense. Mean, and so. there's definitely, I mean, even in the, the Gladiator battles, they challenged some things up a little bit where, like, because you can get up to 10 of the steam power or the mana or whatever. Uh, and one of the challenges was, like, you can ca you cap out at three. Mm. So, like, you have to build a deck that builds around dealing with the fact that you're one if you use too many builders you're wasting the fact that you could be building up so you've got to go back and forth a lot more between building and spending and you just can't have any four cost cards like oh so that was kind of interesting um they had some other ones that like elemental defenses are up and down or whatever so like specialty modes right but yeah i mean the the story is still good I, it's punny 
it's punny in all of the worst ways and uh and that's good so right i'm i'm still have the I, i'm on chapter 14 now i still have the walkthrough open but i don't hmm. i only just i really only use it for the map and since i'm there i don't need to write down if there's symbols for a door or something i just right. don't, i'll just when i get to that i'll just look up what it is um right. but yeah that's that's I, I don't use it much. I don't use any of the deck building stuff. All the decks are my own custom creations. So I feel pretty good about that. And and I, I seem to be able to get along pretty well. So. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, otherwise, I played really just two other things. I mean, I, I did play some more Sea of Thieves, not really any grand tale. I mean, we we fought more people um, <laughs> and it was fun, but I actually have become somewhat addicted now to um, sailing around in Sea of Thieves. Ah. So I loaded into a game by myself and then was like, oh, right, it it's doable. I mean, we've we've encountered other we've encountered solo other solo players, players yeah. and even been ganked by them. We had a guy the other day jump on our boat, drop a gunpowder barrel, light it on fire and jump off all in like a three second window. <laughs> And I didn't even like I saw him bounce off like in my peripheral and my right. my buddy didn't even see him. He just heard the hissing noise of the fuse and he was like, Wait, what just happened? And I was like, wait, what? And then just kaboom. <laughs> Both of us dead, come back to a ship that has like 30 holes in it. And yeah, we just sank uh, pretty good. good on that guy. Yeah. We tried to bully him. So good on right. him. Um But anyway, I was like, Yeah, I as much as I like this, I don't really want to do it. I don't really care to do all the things by myself. Right. Um, so I actually reinstalled Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which mm. allowed for some, <laughs> some very easy sailing times. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to manage hardly anything. You just, it drives like a car. It's great. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I played some Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That's been a lot of fun. I actually didn't, surprise, surprise, beat it back in the day. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's I've ever finished it. Yeah, nice I've never place. finished an Assassin's Creed game. Uh, I mean, they are they are the they they are where the Ubisoft meme of right. open a map when there's a hundred thousand minor objectives that don't mean anything to accomplish. Um, so, but whatever, I'm not playing it because I'm not even trying to beat it this time. I'm just playing it just because I want. I just wanted access to a boat. So, <laughs> so you need Microsoft Boat Simulator? Is what we're saying? No, I wanted to be able to sail around and shoot at things and oh. not have to really pay very much attention. That's and that's right. what Black Flag offers. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's funny having played Ghost of Tsushima so recently, which I still have played that off and on as well. Um, but it's just such a better game than the than at least the older Assassin's right. Creed game. They're just so easy. Like it's just so arcadey and just like I don't. I don't know. Like the combat is just a joke. I mean, well, when every button is kill your opponent, like yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, but like platforming, like you you don't even have to jump most of the time. If you just hold the run button and get to an edge, it auto jumps to right. wherever there is. And if there's not a safe place to jump, it won't auto jump. So then you can force it manually to. But, but you know, there's not a safe place to jump. Right, there's not a hold to grab or something, right? I so. did. I did watch a video of somebody trying to beat the first guy in Ghost of Tsushima because apparently mm. he's also like a big boss thing, and uh, definitely took him like an hour. 
and they fast forwarded through it and yeah you just it it forces the the cutscene. yeah it forces the loss but it was like watching this dude for like an hour at 4x <laughs> like stabbing this guy like twice and backing off and doing like yeah. no damage i wondered about that when i when i got through that scene um i was like I wonder if you can beat him because it wouldn't make sense that you could because he's clearly the antagonist right. of the story. Um, but uh, it should just you know, go. Shing! Congratulations! <laughs> ends the game. You stop Mongols. Like okay, good enough. <laughs> See you around. Yeah, that'd try, be good. Try playing back through on regular mode, which is the story. <laughs> right. But it's obvious I'm, that you probably aren't going to be that skilled at doing that to beat him your first playthrough. Like, right, right. Or that patient. Right. Um, yeah. If you do uh, it, you should get something. In my opinion, it should be a meme or an Easter egg. But right. in my opinion, you should. Because that's a feat. Like, it doesn't have to yeah. be an achievement because 100% achievement, that could be pretty gross. But like. Should get yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. It's I, 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 I won't go through the whole story again. Probably on another episode, I will again sometime. But uh, I, I had that save game experience when I was a little kid with Wing Commander, where I was using a cheat code and still losing, but I was quitting before I let the cutscene load <laughs> forever. And then finally, one day, out of desperation, I just threw my hands up in the air and let it go and didn't reload right away. And then saw the cutscene, and it was like. Oh, you're supposed to fail. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. So ever since then, if I die somewhere, I just let it happen because I, as far as I know, this is part of the story. So you have to prove I may just wake up. <laughs> right. Correct. Correct. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, yeah. The only other thing is uh, Warhammer 40k Gladius, which I mentioned, I think, on another episode one time, but I played it for a few more hours this last weekend. It's kind of Warhammer 40k version of Civilization. Okay. Um, except there's, you don't build roads with a worker. <laughs> right. Or... <laughs> I would mean maybe a servitor, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, so it's a lot more combat focused and not nearly as like building a civilization from scratch focused, of course, but, right. um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it, 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 it's enjoyable. It's got some kind of unique twists for that kind of, you know, turn-based strategy game. Um, and yeah, I I don't know if I told you, but I finished the the trilogy of the Eisenhorn series. No, no. So even so, I had a bunch of obligations this last week and have not been able to discuss almost anything outside of the podcast. So yeah, so thoughts. I mean, oh yeah, it's great time. Like, uh, yeah, it's great. Eisenhorn, uh, highly highly recommend it. I mean, to be clear, it's not like uh, I, I'm not some huge reader either. But th like, there's another series called the Mistborn trilogy. Mm -hmm. There's a fantasy series. I would say that that, I mean, that was like jaw dropping how good that was. Right. This wasn't quite that good. Um, it, it, and this is probably a terrible comparison because it's so subjective, but like, it's kind of like how much I love John Wick. Right. But it's still not the Matrix. That's fair. Right. Like, I mean, you still like you're also just as willing to throw away a book as you are to not beat a video game. So, I uh, I mean, I take yeah. it that you finishing something is actually still a mark of, like, if you really didn't enjoy it, or even were mildly bored with it, you wouldn't be finishing it and moving it on to the next one. 
that is correct yeah i would scrap it um but no it's really good i mean it does read kind of like an action movie book um which is why i use the john wick comparison right but to their credit i mean they show you a lot of stuff like they don't show you green skins or tyranid but they're mentioned right uh, you do see eldar you do see dark eldar nice. you do see chaos um you see adeptus mechanicus um space marines so there's a so you got like a lot of lingo backed up now like now you've, you've like right right yeah no yeah i definitely feel much more like i'm familiar with the warhammer universe although i read more about the author and just his dan abnett is his name um just to understand you know what he's doing or what he's done and whatever and and he talked about how they call his his 40k universe like the daniverse or something again his first name is dan but because almost all other 40k books are based on war right is these eyes like because he has he actually has three separate trilogies like there's eisenhorn and then there's a character in eisenhorn who's like one of eisenhorn's um proteges and his name's ravenor there's a trilogy for ravenor and then there's another trilogy for another one of the characters from the eisenhorn book except the latest one only has one book done so it's not okay. a full trilogy yet. yeah um but anyway all of those are set in the same right geographical that's probably not the right word because it's space but whatever <laughs> whatever locations um the same map <laughs> basically right yeah, but it's not at the forefront of war, so it's it's much more individual conflicts, and you still see crazy levels of violence. And I mean, you see giant like the the battle titans or whatever that this, right. the Terrans have. Terran, look at me, Empire have <laughs> their um, command centers and their mules. And no, yeah. I get it, I get it. I do the same thing. There are a lot of times, and I'm like, dude, no, you get like. We, we, you get your Zerg army out. I'm like, I mean, Tyranid. I mean, I'm not that guy. I played 40k first. I swear. Like, <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed Eisenhorn. I, I actually, so it turns out he actually ended up writing a fourth Eisenhorn book, which he didn't intend to do, but in like 2018, whereas the first three were written pre 2010. Oh wow. Um, so I actually picked up the fourth Eisenhorn book and am now starting on that so kind of like hitchhiker's guide it is now the fourth book in the trilogy i have never read or seen that either so i don't know uh, the, the hitchhiker's guide was, was originally a radio show super quick because this is just my one of my buffs yeah. it's a radio show that there were like six or seven series of like uh, seasons or whatever okay and then everybody's like you need to make them into books so he really liked the way the first three went so he turned the first three into the trilogy and it's supposed to end there but then he made a bunch of money off the books so rewrote the fourth, fifth, and sixth one to be different from the radio. So it like branches off in the middle. Like the first three books read almost word for word, like the script from the radio show. I see. But then it, it comes out as book four, book five, and book six in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy trilogy. Mm. Which is just kind of, they're joke books anyway, so. Right, right, right. Huh. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, Eisenhorn's super cool. And, and Warhammer 40k, I'm just completely a, a fan of that now which was probably true even i mean that's why i got the books was to well yeah but now you're like it. you're you're properly indoctrinated into like the the lore i guess like yeah i mean I think this well, is one of the first times that lore has mattered to you in a video game is that you've gotten books based off of 
Well, that's because there aren't any good video games. It's because that's true. <laughs> the IP, the intellectual. But it's just it. The lore means more to you than the game. Um. Yes, but that's so. What you're conflating right now is lore and story. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just messing anyway. No, I know, but it's just valid, though. So, like, World of Warcraft, I love the lore. I love the world and the universe in that game, but I couldn't tell you who the bad guy in any expansion, other than the Lich King, because it's called that. Um, I don't know, because I don't really care, because the story's not actually that well. It's it's whatever. It's kind of Disney. Um. But the, I mean, I, that's why I play WoW is because I can turn into a bird with the druid. Like, oh my god, I love this. Um, but anyway, so yeah, with 40k, it was like, man, this seems like it's probably so awesome. But nothing does it justice because right. I'm not interested in playing the game, and I'm not gonna like read the rule books for the races to no. like <laughs> just for that. Now, yeah, no, no, no. That that's an expensive fun. way to get it too. Those rule books are not cheap. They're not like 10. I mean, there may only be like 30 pages, but it's like a dollar a page. So, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Super cool. So, so that then I was like, well, I want to play something Warhammer. So I played the Gladius game gotcha. and that's kind of what inspired that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what else will come of 40 K. I'm really excited about Warhammer 40 K dark tide. Mm-hmm. That's the game that's being made by the people that make vermin tide. Right. Except. Yep. But it's instead of 40K. fantasy 40k right well and yeah, it's guns just leverage 40k just always leverage 40k if you could do yeah. it in fantasy try doing it in 40k first yeah because if you can make it i guess i don't know maybe the opposite if you can make money in fantasy it definitely will sell in 40k because there's just a bigger fan base for it so right yeah yeah it's just it's so it's so cool how it's this perfect blend of science fiction future everyone's in space there's crazy technology the characters are hundreds of years old because of all the technology that props them up and, and so the scale of the universe that you get to see i mean it's you know the, the characters take month-long trips constantly mm-hmm. throughout the thing but then you also basically get what is magic yeah in the form of the war they don't remember what their technology does <laughs> like the way that the chaos guys show up like they're basically just mages or wizards oh, except yeah. yep. fire you know it's the warp but that's basically how it works um yeah really 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 well done um and the dan abnett guy i'm just impressed with again it, it didn't move me like some of the other books i've read but at the same time he you know he tells the story and honestly honestly really the reason maybe because i don't know if he had a page limit in mind but it see like he will get to points where he just starts summarizing, summarizing like somewhat rather large events. Right. Not that I felt cheated at all, but just like, I think other writers would have expanded those and maybe that makes the book five pages, but maybe that makes it less accessible. I don't know. Um, But yeah, so. Well, awesome that you're enjoying them and, and picking up more of them. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, now I am no longer intimidated by conversations about 40 K and in fact, if someone has just played the game or like just played the games or something like the actual tabletop, I I wouldn't be intimidated by their knowledge at all. Right. I read I read 900 pages about this. Year. <laughs> like, get out of here with your rule book. I don't care what, you, <laughs> what it looks like on the game. Like, I know way more about it than you. So, yeah, I will push my glasses up the nose. Oh, now. boy. Oh, boy. That's right. That's right. Petty That's Walker right. Well, coming out. Petty Walker. Actually, 
Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> See, this is the problem though, is that all Warhammer Warhammer 40k lore is true, period. All of it is canon, period. So the Daniverse is just one of many 40k universes that exist. Sure, that's fair. That's fair. So uh, the the pro it is funny though to watch like 40k battles go on about um actuallys because the ultimate trump card is um actually you're both right. Right, right, like, right. <laughs> and people yeah. can't deal with that. Like, no, they have to be wrong. Like, nope, <laughs> you're both right. Everything in 40k is true. That guy with the rainbow pink army, he's true too. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, they actually he references specifically. Um, oh, now I can't remember the name Bleed of it. The, damned. No, the other one before. The, the, so that's like not before that. That's the so the firehawks. Oh, so maybe I'm just confused then. Maybe I maybe I'm just wrong then. The Death Guard. Yes. Okay. So that the Death Guard is the the units that I'm converting into. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's so that's what I said before because. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I didn't know they that are before, the, just before in miniature sense. Oh, it was stored in my mind though. Like this is the for this because it has to be turned into right. It, so. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, yeah. are still pretty cool, though. So sure, sure, and and to be clear, they don't get like a whole chapter or something, but it's their their reference. And I was just like, oh, oh, I've heard of that outside of this. <laughs> cool. But that that was the end. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's I obviously I've rambled for some time, but that's uh, no, that's, that's great. I'm glad. I'm glad that you've you've made some progress there. I think that's awesome. So. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I will say I've said it before, but anyone the the whole reason I'm into this frankly isn't from hearing about it like you're hearing about it from me now because brett's talked to me about 40k for a long time and no offense but i was never inspired to get into it right and not because your explanation wasn't compelling just i don't know it didn't grab me in that way but there's a youtube series called astartes which is a 13 minute <laughs> video series that's that's what did it i mean i watched that and didn't even know it was 40k i just right. watched it like i immediately texted you or something and mm -hmm. was like hey what is this? And you're like, oh, it's 40K. And then I was like, that's really cool. Now, to the creator of that video's credit, it's just a really well done video. Oh, it is incredibly. And it, but not to, not to discredit you, he that video series has gotten a lot of people into 40K. Yes, like, no, exactly. It, that video series alone is yep. probably done as much as Games Workshop's entire marketing budget of 2019 did. Like, yep. And so that's my point in bringing it up is like, if it's even passing passably interesting to you i just recommend that you go watch the youtube video mm -hmm. i started um because it's it's super cool it's very well done but that is all i have anything else you wanted to to cover uh, i think that's that's mostly it gaming wise i'm i'm trying to get a lot of other projects done right now and i have a hard time limit on one of my projects uh because it is for a a present for somebody else and uh, so I have a hard limit on it and I've bitten off more than I can chew. So I am frantically spending multiple hours a night working on it. Um, so I'm not doing a whole lot of gaming, but I am trying to throw some in here and there. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm just not picking up anything new right now because I don't want to get the oh, I wake up at six o'clock in the morning to play. Not right now. Not while I have another project. But once it's done, I'm sure I'll bounce back into it. Right. Cool. So that's all for our episode today. Please join the discussion by tweeting your thoughts to us at PUYSpod, or you can follow us there and you'll get a notification on our stream times. Check out the links below for many other ways of getting a hold of us. 
from email to Discord, we would love to hear and discuss your thoughts. If you like this episode, please rate, star, thumbs up, and review us wherever you're listening. And hey, tell a friend about us, because that really makes a difference. All of the links will be available in the show notes, and if you want to hear more of Walker's insights and conversations with a variety of unique guests on topics outside of gaming, check out his other podcast, The Walk Show, which is available everywhere podcasts are found. Everything in this shed, starting with those. Okay, gotta fix all of these. That, that'll be so easy. This needs some love for sure. Definitely that. True DIYers see projects everywhere. From repainting patio furniture to repurposing an old light fixture. For all of those to-dos, trust Krylon Fusion All-in-One Paint and Primer Spray Paint. It bonds to difficult surfaces and gives you maximum rust protection with no sanding or priming. And that's that. Krylon. Today we spray.